Welcome to the Mediumship Sisters podcast. Follow our evolution as we explore spirit, share stories and teachings in our soul's path. We are your hosts. Sierra. Emily. Mariana. And Paige. Welcome everyone. This is season two, episode one, and we are... Well, 2021, it's the year where it's not anything you expected. You're going to get what you get. <laughs> right. <laughs> you what get you what thought? you get and you don't get upset. Get upset. That's right. Get upset. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. So we have been talking about doing this episode for a while. And it's been interesting because I think it's gotten in our way a few times. And then also it's it's a, a tough conversation for each of us in our own journeys, um, but we're going to talk today about coming out of the spiritual closet and the importance of kind of holding that space sacred for yourself and honoring what feels right and what the timing is and not feeling rushed or feeling like you have to do anything to someone else's schedule. So we're all gonna kind of share our own stories along this timeline. Um, but I thought I'll go first since I'm already talking. No. <laughs> <laughs> but when I first discovered my mediumship back in 2019, it was first of all, super exciting, right? The first thing you think is, oh my God, I can't believe this is real. And you kind of do go through this moment where you wanna talk to friends and family about it and first time you get kind of an odd look from a friend's face you think oh maybe i wasn't supposed to be excited about this or maybe i wasn't supposed to share and so you for me i kind of pulled back in and you know i have varying friends varying degrees of how close we are to people but also um, people that are nowhere near the into spirituality like we are or i am and so it's, it was an interesting path and journey to walk kind of this fine tightrope of determining on my own kind of just through intuition who I was going to let know and who I wasn't. And I really did start with my immediate family. And even that was a little hit or miss. Um, sometimes, you know, family says things and they don't, they don't mean anything by it, um, but we can take it to heart. And so finding my friends here on the, on the initiations group and um, our soul sisters. That was such a huge part of the journey for me because it was the first time I had other people that understood the crazy things that were going on, the waking up in the middle of the night, the knowing things that we shouldn't know. And, and for me, that support system has really given me the backbone and the comfort level to continue and tell other people as I've kind of continued on this. Now, I never have had a major Facebook post that said, guess what, everyone, I'm a medium. <laughs> like I've never, I've never had that moment. And I don't know that I ever will. I sort of started another Instagram account and kind of kept it on the down low. And then as people find me, they can ask questions, but I never felt I needed to have a giant party. Now, maybe somewhere down the line that will change. But for now, I'm just letting it kind of evolve at its own pace. And it's felt comfortable and it's scary. Every once in a while, I see a new follower and I think, oh gosh, now they know. <laughs> you know, a friend from before that now knows. And, you know, there's always going to be judgment no matter what we do. And for me, I so enjoy this journey and this path and the messages that I can bring through for people that that 
is going to outweigh for me any of the fear of judgment I have from people that don't understand. So I have to remember that this is all about spirit. This is all about love. And it is all about serving. That's all I can do at the end of the day. Um, if I feel like I've served spirit and did the best I could on a personal level, then any of the other issues that come up from people believing me or thinking I'm into witchcraft or thinking that what I do is the devil, then that's their journey. And I have to be okay to let that go. So as a lifelong people pleaser, I'm working every day <laughs> along those lines. But um, yeah, I, for me, finding the kinship and the friendship here has been probably number one in helping on the journey. So that's sort of my story, girls. I know you're, we're all at varying degrees, so I'm interested to see how far in and out others of us are. <laughs> Who wants to go next? I can go. Um, so it's Sierra here. I actually, I'm going to approach it from a different angle because I feel like I was born out of the closet and then I went into the closet and then I came back out of the closet. So um, I think because <laughs> I really was when I was born, my mom was a single mom, but she did meditation and yoga and she believed in spirituality and we would go on weekend retreats uh, with mindfulness and which I now understand that there was, I don't even know the names of the retreats. I should, I need to go back and ask her, but we would do these weekends. And now I know that the man was in trance and he was giving philosophy and but I didn't realize that back then I was just little and we would all sit around and most of the time I was like five and six and I would like fall asleep in her lap and I'd be snoring in the back row and all the adults would laugh because there's a little kid snoring while this guy's giving his philosophy. Um, and so I didn't really realize that. And at the same time as that, these same weekends encompassed all this mind over matter where we would walk on hot coals. Like I was six and I was walking on hot coals and I did it before my mom did. And there was all this stuff and then I was so excited about it. I'd go to school and I'd be like, oh, I walked on hot coals. And the teacher would be like, no, that's impossible. You never did that. No, 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 And they'd get mad at you. And I was like, no, but I really did. And then my mom would have to come in and be like, no, she actually did this. And you know, yada, yada, yada. So she stood up for me. And, but you just learned really quickly that people aren't open to it and they don't understand. And I never got that when I was little. I was like, well, I, what do you mean? This is what we do, right? Like, um, you know, I saw spirits when I was little and they were very prevalent. I could visually see them. It was like they were in the room. Like they weren't, you didn't see through them. They were there. Um, and so those things were just normal growing up. And because my mom was, you know, open to it, it was okay. Um, it wasn't until she married my stepdad, who I love dearly, is still in our lives, um, was so afraid of all of these things that we just kind of, it started to filter out of our lives. I was nine. Um, she just, you know, didn't really do her meditation. She changed as a person. She wound up having my brother with him. She got pregnant, had my brother and life totally shifted. And he was afraid of things. Like he really didn't understand. So we did our last, I think we did our last retreat when I was 13. And that was the last time I walked on hot coals. Um, and he was just like, this is weird. I don't understand it. And spirits aren't real. And this is just, you know, a joke and all these things. And and not being, you know, spiteful or angry about it. It's just that he was afraid of it, you know? And so um, through the years I saw things, I still kept seeing things, but I just didn't talk about it. Um, and then in my early twenties, uh, I was awoken by spirit and I like freaked the living bejesus out of me. So at that point I just said, okay, look at, I'm done. I don't actually want to see you anymore. 
please stop waking me up. I don't want to see you. I don't want to be scared by you because I know you're not here to scare me, but just leave me alone. And they did, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, you put the, you put the wishes out. Mm-hmm. They'll, they're not going to show themselves. So um, that was fine. Then as time went, it just kind of sat in the background. So I always had inner knowing. I always had intuition, um, you know, and as humans and being people pleasers and all these things we do, we tend to listen to like those stupid boyfriends that say, oh, you're just crazy. That's not true. I never did that to you. I never cheated on you. And then you meet them 10 years later. Like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I was with so-and-so. Da, da, da. I'm like, what? You told me and I listened to you when my gut told me that I was right. Like, what the hell is wrong? Right. So yep. I just, you know, there was lots of learning in, in over the years. And so then um, time went by and I got married and wound up having two beautiful babies who became my everything. Um, I've always had crystals. I've always had my cards. I love pulling my cards. I've had multiple decks, but I used to, as soon as I was married, my ex and his, specifically one of his cousins would just be like, oh, you're such a hippie. You're just a hippie. You and your crystals, you and your cards. It was so dismissive, right? Like this, it was just like, oh, whatever, it's not real. You know, I tried so many times, try to help him. Like he had bad back issues. Okay, look at like, let me lay these crystals on you. Just lay, relax, you know, like we'll use essential oils. We'll do this. Yeah, whatever. That's never going to work. Blah, blah, blah. Like he was so closed that it never would have worked anyway. So let's be serious because you need yeah. to be open, right? Right. I now know that. Um, but I really wanted to help him. Like I just wanted, I was just trying to do nice things and trying to help out. And so I think that as our marriage really fell apart and dissolved towards the end of it, um, about a year before we split, I started doing spiritual, way more spiritual stuff. So I met Daniel Srank. I did a circle with her. I went once a month for four months. I met a group of women. And that was the whole thing is that I contacted her because I wanted a tribe. I wanted people around me because I didn't have anybody to share it with. Um, and I think that's really important for anybody who's feeling these things is to find a tribe. You don't have to pay for a tribe, but maybe there's an avenue, a class that you can take just to meet people. And then you Mm -hmm. can connect with them because now it's normal to me. I mean, I've been talking about it openly with you guys um, for, you know, what, over a year now we've been doing this together. And before that, I had other ladies in the circle that I could chat with. So it was great. Uh, Certain friends know, certain friends don't. Like, there's just some people I don't talk to about it because they're more medically they believe in the medical system and there's, you don't, you don't live after it. And they're very, like their views are very direct. So we just don't talk about that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Um, I also know that people need to approach me. So as soon as somebody approaches me and talks to me, I'm an open book. So I'm not going to hide it from you. If you turn around and say, well, I heard you do like mediumship. I think that's really weird, which did happen to me. the best coming out story ever was um setting up my instagram account so i was like okay that's it i'm gonna do this um and i put it up and i had a couple posts and little did i know that instagram would just instantly like uh they would recommend me to the people that already followed me in my art account and suddenly my ex-mother-in-law the both of them we're following me and I'm like oh this is gonna go over like a freaking bag of lead how what, how do I do this <laughs> so then one of them was texting me like Sierra how are you doing what's going on da, 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 da. you need to call me and I was like oh god so I just called her and she's like okay are you okay like she thought I'd actually like had a mental breakdown and I started to laugh and I said I'm great 
I'm like, why? She's like, well, I started following this mediumship page thing that you're doing. I just don't understand. She's like, it really scares me. It freaks me out, she said. <laughs> and it's just really creepy. I said, you know what? That's okay. You're allowed to be creeped out. And if you don't understand, that's okay. And then I just explained to her kind of how my readings go, what I do, how I do everything with nothing but love, light, and joy, because spirit is love and nothing more than that. And there's really nothing to fear. But you know, in all those, all these times and all these readings we've done and these people we've met, so many people are afraid because society has told them they should be. Um, so I think that coming out, you know, I had my ex, my, my ex sent me a very lovely email that I won't even get into about how uh, I was, you're just pretending to talk to dead people now. What is this? Da, 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 da. And he was afraid our children were going to get bullied because I'm doing this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just every, it's fear of other people. And you really need to know that it's not your fear. It's other people's fears. And you need to just know that it is just love and fill yourself with love. And you don't need to throw it in people's faces. That's, that's not acceptable for anything. I'm not going to run up to somebody and be like, you know what? I'm a muralist and I paint big walls and you want to know what else I do? No, 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 no. Right? It's the same with anything we do. It's the same, you know, mediumship. I'm not going to be like, you know what? I talk to dead people and you know what? We should really get together and have coffee. I'm going to talk to your dead dad. Like, I, it's not going to happen. Right? I just think that yeah. um, now I mean, I'm definitely out. Like, I, I'm confident and comfortable with that. Pardon me? Yeah. What was that, Emily? I love that we both had the word hippie hippie used against oh. us. Like it was a, <laughs> a bad thing. I that's funny. I had a boyfriend in high school that did that. And I okay. and I'm okay with being a hippie. I'm like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I'm good. Hippies love the earth. They, you know, yeah. like that's cool. I'm good. Peace, love, happiness. Bring it on. <laughs> I don't care. Like but mm -hmm. I love how things, you just own it every ounce of it. Yeah. Well, I think it's important to know that. As long as you're doing it and you are, you know that you're doing it with love and you're doing it to help other people um, and you are truly intuitively, your gut is telling you that this is right, then it's good, right? Um, yeah. yeah, so I think that's just it. My, I mean, my closet's open. Um, <laughs> I, did I respond to my ex? No, I'm not responding to him because I just, it's not worth the energy and time. Um, do my children yeah. know? Oh yeah, my children know. They love it. Mom, did you have a reading today? What what happened? What came through? You know, my son's eight, and he's like, "Well, can I see one?" I was like, "Sure." So I showed him a bit of reading. He's like, "Oh well, oh well, that's simple." He says, "I thought it was gonna be totally different than that, right?" And he's, "You just <laughs> talk to them." I'm like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> so I think it's important just to come out at your own rate, but to also realize that. Your spiritual gifts aren't hindrances in your life and they shouldn't be something that you fear, right? It's just a beautiful thing that you have. And the ones that are willing to be there with your closet wide open are the ones that you want in your life, right? Like I'm out in the room, I'm in a whole house now, forget the closet, you know, like <laughs> that's it. Everybody in Squamish knows. <laughs> I talk to dead people. Sierra yeah. talks to dead people. <laughs> I am a medium. Yeah. She's medium. got her freak flag out in the front yard. Everyone knows. Great. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Who wants yeah. to go next? Mariana? Paige? I'll go next. Yeah. Go next. Okay. 
Um, okay, so uh, it's coming. It's, it's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was just like listening to Sierra and thinking how maybe or very likely it makes a difference to have a mom or a dad supporting that oh, yeah. when you are young. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. because I mean, I'm a mom now, not that my parents, um, you know, they, they, they just didn't know. Right. Yeah. My mom, my mom was very supportive in many ways, but she didn't know. She just, she was not in the spiritual path per se. I would say more my grandma, her mom, but I come from a Catholic background like Paige. I was born in Mexico. So it's a very different a scenario. And so you are nurture versus nature, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. you have both, you have who you are and then the environment that is surrounding you, the culture, plus your family. So that's a really big factor for me and how that I was really scared. I was really, really scared of the things that I would see when I was little. And uh, first I innocently would say things to my parents like, oh, I saw my grandma, she came to say goodbye. Or, oh, you know, like, I guess this, and I knew this was gonna happen and this and that. And I would give messages constantly, I would write messages uh, because I was, I, I was an early talker and, and I started reading when I was three and a half. And so I would write messages on this whiteboard in my dad's office. And like, it's all about love. Like if I was like connecting to source and just coming with these messages and I was so young and my parents were just like, you know, like, like I probably would look at Santi or Lucia. So, um, and I remember having all these, like something was always guiding me this feeling and the one thing I'm going to say is so positive about growing with any type of faith is that, you know, there's something bigger than you. So I always knew I had a guardian angel. I always knew that uh, I could talk to God just because it's part of the religion, right? I could, I would have conversations. I would talk to my grandma who was dead and see her. And uh, I name a little plant after her and I put her in a corner in my room and it would just light would come out of it. And I just would go like, whoa, like there was a point, I would say around seven, eight, where, mm-hmm. where I was getting scared. Like it, instead of just being natural, it started becoming, okay, this is not normal mm-hmm. because I wouldn't hear people talking about it. If, or if I would mention it to friends or my, my mom and dad, they would kind of be like, okay, like, you know, the facial expressions and the energy mostly because you are so sensitive, right? So you would pick up on the, <laughs> this is so awkward. And so um, me picking up, like there was like what I would call them ghosts and uh, having all these experiences that uh, were really just normal for me. But then I was scared because there was no explanation. My brain, there was a point I wanted to understand it. It was not, anymore as oh I'm I have a light on my chest I just have to keep my light on that that's what I I was three saying these things you know yeah it's all about love like yeah mom and dad life is all about love you just have to accept each other like like I would say these things right like I would sit them down and say I would sit them in the living room and say okay guys this is all about love we're a family but if you're not happy together you don't have to be together. It's just, it's, it's okay. Like, like these things. And my parents would be like, what's, you know, this, this wisdom of source, right? But there was a point that um, even though my parents, I remember my mom, I was, I was older, I was a teenager, but always like going back and forth, like, 
okay, maybe I shouldn't be doing this anymore. Like, what is this? This is so odd. And it would come back into my life as a message, as a as me seeing somebody, as me predicting something or seeing something, having a vision of simple things, uh, feeling the presence, right, of, of, of light around me. Um, or me going to, I'm afraid, I'm and talking to my angels, talking to constantly because I was so scared and I felt alone and it was only my faith uh, that, 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 that I had, right? So my mom one day was like, okay, Mariana, I think we need to <laughs> look into this. And then, <laughs> because I was doing all sorts of things, like lots of things, like getting like my, my, my tarot cards read and all these things like on my own, just going and reading things and finding things. I mean, the internet wasn't available then, but uh, asking and, and uh, so just doing kind of not very smart things sometimes, uh, but it was my journey. And then eventually my mom is like, okay, let me see if I can find somebody. And so she was supportive then, but I still felt really different. I didn't feel that I was normal. And uh, I always felt that my home was gonna be somewhere else. Like I always said, my home is somewhere else. Like, mm. you know? And so I moved to Vancouver and then I thought, hmm, this feels more like a home. Yeah, yeah, not really, <laughs> so funny. But, but I mean, yeah, I always felt I had to go somewhere else. Anyways, for me, coming out of the spiritual closet last year was a commitment I did for myself because it was more for me. Uh, it was more like I am going to bring everything I am because I am tired of hiding because there's nothing wrong with me. And that was a huge step. I didn't really do it for anybody else because I have a very supportive husband. I mean we're in COVID. So who is going to tell me anything? Like, you know, you don't see people anymore. So, I mean, I had a few neighbors saying, oh, what are you doing? Because I did made a post in my IG and my Facebook. I didn't say I'm a medium. I just said, I'm incorporating the soul for me. The soul is very important. So this is how I want to proceed with my life and everything I do. I don't believe we're just a body, period, because that's, that's the truth. Anything else that is with that goes, right? So I did have a few people asking me, this is so interesting. You know, I left that open. I said, this is my page. I'm going to keep this personal, uh, my, my personal pages without this, right? Sometimes I link certain things, but um, it was more a step for myself. And I wanted to do it before the end of the year. Like I was ready to just say, I embrace every single part of me. And it was more like a statement of, uh, there's nothing wrong with me. I was born like this. This is who I am, it's natural, there's no evil in it um, because I'm love. So why would this be evil? Why would God's source give me this if, if it's evil? Like, it makes no sense. And having all these experiences with the circle, finding a tribe of beautiful women who are also into this kind of stuff gave me a sense of belonging and made me see that, hmm, this is normal, like, you know, there's a lot of us, yeah. Like, as normal yeah. as we can. <laughs> and I met Danielle, and I remember the year I met Danielle, I was like, okay, I really need to find people like me in Squamish, because I, I was kind of new in Squamish. And then I met her, I'm like, you're gonna be my friend. <laughs> and then she was a big introduction to all these things for me, For so I was curious, and but I was not practicing mediumship, I was just like, 
you know, just being with it. But I felt like, oh, this is home because I was home in myself. I was like, yeah. oh, this is all, all me. So um, people don't know I'm a medium medium. Uh, I mean, now I'm like, I'm everything. I'm a medium, I'm a psychic, but I'm also lineage, but I'm also a soul, but I'm also light, but I'm also self, but I'm also my darkness, but I'm, a, you know, it's, 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 um, it's fine. What people think of me doesn't affect me anymore, but it was step by step by step. Uh, I started doing it really slowly when I created my page in July and the summer. Some people started following me. I guess that Neil shared something in her page and people in town who know me started following me. And I was like, that I freaked out. That was the first freaked out. I'm like, I'm like, no, I don't really know these people. What are they going to think that I'm a witch? And so I'm like, that was kind of, I think that I needed this gradual for me to actually say, this is me. I don't care what you think. I might care a little bit if maybe if my family or somebody says something, but now I know who I am. I know it's normal. That's all. Normalizing mediumship people, normalizing spirituality. We are a soul in a body. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Well, I think it's interesting how, you know, it takes us time to go into the closet in the first place. It, it's this slow death of who we really are as a child that pushes us in. And so to take that slow time to come back out and really feel true and at home with you is, I think it's a very similar path for all of us. Yeah. For sure. Miss Paige, saving you. I think after yeah. listening to all of you chat, um, I can, um, I have bits of your story and my story. So I love that it's um, similar for all of us, um, mm -hmm. regardless of our, where we are in the world. And, you know, we might've, I know for me, like Mariana, I have a lot of similarities with Mariana just because I was raised Catholic. My mom's mom and my grandmother and my great-grandmother all had intuitive gifts. Um, my mom has dream premonitions. So we did talk about some of that stuff, but it wasn't, um, I didn't have girlfriends. I didn't have buddies my own age. Um, you know, and I did have friends where we would do stuff, but they weren't as in tune or as I was. So it was, it was hard. So like when, you know, when I was a little kid, my father passed away. I had him physically visit me um, when I was four. Um, then I had subsequent, you know, other family members pass. Every time someone passed, I had other things happening. Um, I kind of didn't really know what to do with that. It's not like, you know, at that time, um, you know, I'm the oldest in this group, but um, they didn't, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have, um, you know, TV shows about it necessarily. Um, I do remember seeing like, I don't know if it was like, what, what, remember the talk shows they used to have? They used to have. Um, oh, Montel would have. Yeah. I think they had like maybe Sylvia Brown on that. Like, Brown. Ooh, like anything psychic. I was like, like radar right into it right like I'm like oh my god oh my god that's so cool and when I was a teenager I started you know get doing tarot cards and different things like that and was more open about exploring myself but then I found a lot of different kinds of judgment and I really wanted to because I was kind of like an odd 
not odd. I wasn't odd, but I was like a kind of a free spirit, maybe a hippie like you guys. Um, <laughs> though I, though I wore all black. So you would call me yeah. a witch. Goth hippie. I like it. If you, if anyone from high school ever listens to this, they would be like, Paige is a witch when she was in high school. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I was an artist, so I was always in the art room. I was always making stuff. I mean, same as Sierra, I'm sure. Um, We were just like, just expressing ourselves through, through art is what I did a lot. Um, Anyways. So yeah. So I kind of dabbled with it here and there got those hits kind of like uh you guys you know as you grow up you get like this guidance or you know that there's something beyond this especially when you're when I'm raised Catholic you you talk to God you pray to God that kind of thing when I was very young and so you have all these ideas of these huge concepts and my stepfather was really into um he actually went to school to at one point to be um uh gosh, I can't even remember exactly what the religion was, but he was going to be a minister of some kind before he met my mom, like, and got married to my mom. So he was open to, like, you know, Buddhism and all these different kinds of things. And so I, at that time when I was in, like, probably 14, 15, I was, like, reading all these different books about religion because I I felt drawn to knowing more and in and, and exploring different things and being open-minded. And um, I think I got myself a little bit scared when things started happening. Like when I could start, I started, I think when you go through hormones too, I don't know if you guys noticed that your, your intuition kind of picks up a little bit. Um, and so I knew like, if my boyfriend was cheating on me, like, mm-hmm. you know, like Sierra said too, like I knew he was lying to me or whatever, you know, teenagers, yeah. um, or if, is anything, you know, like just these things. And you're like, am I crazy? Or is this real? Or like, what's happening? And because you don't, have that solid source connection and you don't know how to center yourself or, or tune into that, you, your monkey mind and kind of tells you that you're maybe not, um, maybe you don't know what's going on. Um, so anyways, I went through all that and kind of went through life kind of like shutting that off. I was like, all right, I don't really know. I don't have any like guidance here. So I'm kind of just going to play the game, you know, go and do the normal thing, go to college, do da da, blah, blah, blah. And I just kept having like this, these things happen, uh, where I was getting like the nudges to really do something or not do something. So I was really starting to learn myself, not necessarily making conscious effort to do that. And so as I explored throughout that time, I want to say like the last four years is really when I came back to exploring myself um, when my stepdad passed away and he um, he had like a near death experience like right before he passed away. And, um, and then he connected with me right after he passed away. And I knew that I could do these things or that I had connecting with my own loved ones because like I said, my dad died when I was four. And so I've had all these kind of knowings. I just didn't have a path to go to go on or to I didn't really know what to do with it. And I think um, probably as the last year when I started um, my Reiki, that is when it like just blew out like it my my intuition just like blew the radar and i was like okay 
and and then other people saying yes Paige this is right in the validation like over and over mm-hmm. I felt like I tested myself like a science project I'm like okay Paige, <laughs> you know that you have these gifts but to prove it to yourself and everyone in your life let's 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 practice with as many people as possible record myself record you know write everything down get the validation I may you know a lot of my clients I I know all of you well maybe not all of you but I've had done readings for you and had you guys give me feedback (laughs) anyway so I'm like so just to prove to myself without a doubt (laughs) and then so that I have evidence to prove to everyone else if you want to see it you know so it, and it's funny that I had to do that, but I, I did that before I came out to anyone. So my husband knew I was doing all this stuff. He knows I'm intuitive. He knows all of that. But the fact that I was practicing with a lot of different people and really pushing myself, I kept it completely quiet. Um, I, he knew that I was practicing my Reiki and that I had school and that I was doing stuff, but I didn't talk about the mediumship part probably for a good six months. And that was really hard. Um, it's not that I wanted to keep it from him cause I wanted to be open with him, but I also didn't want the judgment to come mm-hmm. in to, to steer me mm-hmm. away from when I knew mm-hmm. that I had to prove and get all this out of my body before I could actually show it to people. Mm-hmm. I needed to prove it to myself without other people's judgment. So I wanted to be in a really nice closed. um, So being in a circle with like-minded people to explore (laughs) myself with no judgment, no, you know, and, and really I chronicled all of my whole year actually. And then I wrote a book last last week, (laughs) but um, for my master teacher program, but um, yeah, so I, I gave myself permission to explore this and I kept it quiet. Mm-hmm. Now for me, that was because I I just felt that if I, you know, my kids knew I was doing Reiki, they know that I'm in tune, they know that I can read people's energy. I'm not saying that part, I'm saying the actual mediumship part and talking to dead people <laughs> is what I'm talking about. That I kept quiet because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I was like, I wanted to make sure that I was not good enough, but like that I was accurate enough that I was, that I was able to do it, that I learned my um, way of seeing that I understood it. So I really took time to honor myself without getting judged from the outside. Um, I had my circle, they gave me feedback. I had clients that I worked on, but I didn't talk to anyone that wasn't into it necessarily. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was, that was hard. That was hard keeping it quiet because I did want to share, but I also didn't want the judgment or because I have teenagers, so they have a lot to say. So <laughs> the funniest part is, is that I, I shared with my daughter um, probably uh, early summer. I shared with her some of my readings and the feedback that I got from clients um, when I was doing my, my shamanic healing, which is kind of a combo of both. So, and she was like, wow, mom, this is really good. And then, so she'd be like, oh, do you have a reading today? And so my daughter was probably the first one that, and she's 16, that I shared because I knew 
I mean, she's intuitive as well. And my son is too. And I encourage that in my household, like go with your gut feeling. And if you know something's right or wrong, you know, follow your own guidance. Don't be a follower, be, be your own leader to your own self. So that's something that I try to teach my kids, but for sure. Um, she was the first one I shared it with. I let her read the stuff. She's very analytical. She's like a brilliant minded kid, very logical. So she was like, wow. Okay. So I showed her my scientific mm -hmm. proof, like right there. Like I have, you know, like I have, I don't know. I think I have 42 readings that I did, um, that I, that I documented so that I could have, you know, a, like to look back on. And, um, so I started sharing that with her and then it was funny. I want to say on my birthday, which was November 13th, uh, mm -hmm you know, 2020, I went out to dinner with my kids and my husband and, um, two of my girlfriends from high school came and met us and, you know, we're in COVID, but we all went to, out to dinner and we were in this, um, Thai restaurant and they have these little like, um, booths where you sit on the ground and sit on pillows, but it was like this private little thing. So they met us and everything was cool. And then my daughter said, um, or my, my friend Nikki's like, oh, I didn't know you were doing, like, I just saw your mediumship sisters podcast and my daughter's like, oh yeah, me and my boyfriend listened to that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? You, you and your boyfriend and her boyfriend's like, he's 18. So he's a little bit older than her. But um, I was like, what do you mean? You've listened to my podcast. And she's like, yeah, me and Ryan found it on like Spotify. And I was like, what? And I'm like, so you listen to them all? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and then my son's like, what are you doing, mom? And I was like, oh. and then my friend Deirdre's like, so you talk to dead people? And I was like, no. <laughs> and so my son's like, huh? And my husband's like, hmm. And he's like, so it was like, I had like, those are like, happy birthday. Yeah. Birthday. So I was like, all right. You know, I was like, okay. Um, so I was like, well, now I really can't hide necessarily and it's good because the people that like I really really love are right here and they're all like um supportive of me and then my friend here just like so can you read for Ed and I was like you know what I've never tried reading for Ed but I know sometimes I get things for him but um you know and I'm like I'm sure I could read for you and you know Nikki or whatever which I haven't done yet which but I will um so it, I that was like my first thing so then birthday, yeah. yeah and I know on like I have two pages because I'm a professional photographer as well and I have my um wild spirit also and I know some people from my red hill photography who are in my town follow my wild spirit podcast I mean my wild spirit page Page. Um, yeah. so I have people in my community that know, and then some of them are my son's friends. And so I know people are knowing what's going on, except no one really taught. I mean, like if they don't come up to me and be like, Hey Paige, what's going on? And I'm like normal. And like myself, like, like Sierra says, if they're not going to ask me, I'm not yeah. going to push it in their face, yeah. but I'd be totally open to talking to it anytime you want to talk to it. So if you see me out in the community, you guys, you can say, ask me, <laughs> but don't just, I don't just push it in people's faces because, um, it's, it's a very, um, sacred practice for me and I'm only doing it to heal to, for healing and to help other people. And I don't want to make it an entertainment. That's not my, my, um, my jam. So I'm kind of open. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> 
Nice. Yeah. Oh, this has been so fun to share with all of you. And I, I love that we all have parallel, but, you know, different paths. We've all come to this point in our own ways, but it's been really fun. And I'm so thankful for all of your support on my journey. And, you know, yeah. you know, thank you. Guys. We know there's more coming out of the closet to come, but it will come at its own pace. Yeah. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2021 for all 2021. of us. Yes. For any of you out there thinking about working on your own spiritual closets this year, just trust your instinct and, and your gut and time will move it as it needs to. Don't yeah. push it if you don't yeah. feel the own, need to. Go at your own pace, definitely. But look for other people to help if you want, you know, follow their podcasts, read a book. Um, go to a local metaphysical store, find a group yep. there. Yep. There's lots of options. And tune into yourself because your guidance inside will help you a lot, a lot. Yeah, just, just don't know it's normal. Ego. Don't yep. listen to the ego though. Yeah. No. Okay. Don't no. listen to the internal. It's normal. To your heart, yeah. your heart space, your heart yeah. center. Exactly. I know it's normal. It is normal. It, it is, is normal. normal. We all, we all have it, different normal. gifts and abilities and it should be talked about in school and intuition should be talked about in school and in yeah. normalized behavior and really learning. So I hope, <laughs> I hope our new way, the whole, the way the earth is shifting, that more of this is normal and, and talked about and shared and it's all to heal us. I mean, that's what we're doing. We're yeah. not doing anything weird or strange or, you know. All right. Well, thank you, girls. We'll see everyone uh, soon in a week or two. We'll have another episode up and happy 2021 season two. Happy Off to a start. Bye, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.